You're listening to The Art of KCF. This essay is called Spring Elation and was released as part of The Art of KCF newsletter, issue 67, sent to email subscribers on April 15th, 2023. In Minnesota, spring is not only marked by the snow melting or the ice thawing, but also by the appearance of robins, who return from their winter vacations, where they've warmed themselves in the southern part of the U.S. I screamed hello and gratitude to the first roadside robin I spotted while journeying back from an errand run on Tuesday. Several robins have taken up foraging the now freshly exposed ground at the Chick Fin, what we call our compound and the red-winged blackbirds are trilling in the mornings again after their journeys northward. My favorite muskrat has also been spotted now that the pond is thawing. I truly cannot tell you how much of a delight it is to see her busy at work. Diving into and climbing out of the pond, she's so graceful, and like the chickens and goats and cats, pups and humans at the chick fin, we all seem to be basking in the elation of spring thaw. I'm feeling both excited about the warmer temperatures, attentive to the flooding that the quick thaw typically creates the compound, and fretting about how I will be missing out on the fourth annual High Island Lake Opener Challenge. For the last three years, I've run a contest through my Instagram for folks to make a guess on when the ice will finally go out on the lake on which we live a small environmental lake with no public access, High Island gets its name from the small island in the middle. Though images of the lake from a bird's eye view gives her a naming that could be more simply descriptive beyond her island. I think the lake's edge creates the outline of a mermaid. Mermaid lake aside, I'm feeling conflicted feelings about missing the lake thawing because it's such a special event after months of our snow-covered tundra reality. Though the gifts of this residency I'm off to in Wyoming will likely bring snow melting and ice thawing opportunities from new vantage points, I like seeing the daily changes of what's happening on the lake. I'm recognizing one of the reasons why I'm feeling particular grief of missing out. Gomo? is because paying attention, making note, and chronicling is part of my everyday survival strategy in these uncertain times. By looking out the window and tracking the movement of the sun or moon's position as it rises over the horizon, or watching ice melt, or saying hello to the northern flickers who are all over Vimo's bird feeders, I feel connected and calm. I have a sense of place that feels soothing to my spirit and a practice through which I can always return. That is, if I'm at home. Now I'm heading into uncertain territory. I have no idea what the view from my new window will be, nor do I know the creatures and their habits at the artist residency in Wyoming where I'm currently traveling. I do not have a five-year relationship to the pace of the seasons, or a sense of what flavor of spring we can expect based on the size of the front door snowbank. I'm trying to face this uncertainty with curiosity and engagement, like excitement about what I can see instead of only bemoaning all I won't see at the chick fin. Through turning into the slide of the unknown, 
I'm hoping I won't completely spin out. And in my typical fashion, I have made reservations for my third tour of Jewel Cave along my route, which means this creature of habit is ready to adopt new sites that may one day become new return adventures. I'm recognizing this skill of mine, of noticing what is around me, is rooted by my desire to have a record of my time here, a wish to see the mundane in a new light. I love a good list to keep me organized. As I began preparations for my month away, I started obsessively making lists. A list of materials to pack, food to bring, errands to run, tasks to complete before I leave. Ever the project manager, I put my taskmaster to work on preparing for our travels, alongside trying to do the regularly scheduled activities. My lists come in all shapes and sizes. Sometimes I'll make a note on the back of an envelope, chaotic. Sometimes I'll make notes in my actionary of my passion planner, refined. Sometimes the list is in my notes app on my phone under packing, a list that shifts and expands over time, but also kind of remains the same, since this creature of habit definitely has the creature comforts that most soothe my spirit when I leave the hermitage. I've always loved this Gloria Anzaldúa quote, I am a turtle, wherever I go, I carry home on my back. It's a great sentiment for people who migrate, for people of a diaspora, for people displaced or out of place. And this quote also makes me laugh when I think about myself. I carry a lot with me in my shell whenever I dare leave the compound. My home on my back is stuffed with more than just my spine. But this really isn't about my tendency to overpack or overplan or overextend myself. It really is about embodying the hope of spring. Of taking with me on my back the joys of warmer weather after a long winter. Of getting to experience spring in a new location at the foot of the Bighorn Mountains. I'm also excited that with the list-making and the culling of my materials to the bare essentials, I'm beginning to see the efforts of seeds planted last fall attempting to break through the frozen ground. I'm getting truly excited to paint and paint and paint and paint. I do well with the thought of a witness, and given I'll be part of a small community of other artists and writers, Six of us total for this upcoming month, I'm itching to get to work, to sing a painting or five into existence. I'm ready to thaw my spirit and open up to the emotional landscape of painting larger works again. I'm ready to water the creative soils, to coax brush strokes into something else, to conjure new knowledges from depths I have not yet explored. May your spring, for those of us in the Northern Hemisphere, bring you unexpected and exciting new growth on whatever is currently striking your curiosity. May what has laid dormant begin to awaken with at least as much bliss as a Minnesotan who's finally laid eyes on the grass below the snow again. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Art of KCF. The Art of KCF newsletter and podcast is a fiscal year 2023 recipient of a Creative Support for Individuals grant from the Minnesota State's Arts Board. 
This activity is made possible by the voters of Minnesota thanks to legislative appropriation from the Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. The Art of KCF is created, written, produced, and edited by me, Candice Creel Falcon, with musical editions by Mountaineer via Upbeat. For a full transcript of the audio, plus all the features of my newsletter, like book reviews, creative links that inspire me, and an update on what's happening in my studio, be sure to find me through the link in the show notes. Till next time, may the joy of creative inquiry guide your path.